hello everyone this is kita with keys with kita um under the brokerage tyra nicole properties so it's been a while since i have recorded um and i found the perfect opportunity to do a recording for other people to have access to while you're out and about so i chose to do a um a podcast of the steps to success for listing and selling your home so if you guys want to actually see the presentation it is available you can feel free to hit me up on my cell my phone number is area code 313-414-0459 um, you can supply me with your name number and or email and i can send the presentation to you so the first thing that i want to talk about with selling your home is especially with us so i want to give general knowledge but i also want to give specifics as it comes or as it relates to us over at tyra nicole properties um specifically me but you know we're a whole team over there but i would love to work with each well i'm not gonna say each and every one of you but um i would love to work with um new sellers so first and foremost we want you to interview us we want to make sure that you ask questions and we want to work well with you. That's one of the first steps to selling your house. You want to make sure that you get a real estate agent. Um, a lot of times we do get a bad reputation because a lot of people feel as if we don't, you know, do much. But there is so much when you have a good real estate agent, you there is so much involved with selling your home. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But we want you to ask us questions because we want you to work. We want us to work well together because we all have the common goal and that's getting your house sold. So first, we want to guide you through the selling process. It can be meticulous. It can be daunting. It can be exhausting. So we want to make sure you're fully prepared. Also, we don't want to brag about our marketing strategies. and say, Instead, we want to show you how resourceful we are. Um, everyone uses the same marketing platforms and strategies these days, but we like to get creative and sit down and brainstorm in ways that we can market your property. And I'm also going to talk about that later on in the presentation as well. Lastly, when selling your house, there are situations, there are occasions where, I mean, you're living there. You may not know everything that's going on. So we want to make sure you know the what, when, and why of selling your home. So bring us questions. We want you to know about the negotiation process. You will know about the negotiations process. Um, and also, if you have any issues with your property that may come up and you don't know about, and we find out about in doing our research. So it's a good idea to hire a real estate agent for such. And you just want to make sure if you don't take away anything from this podcast, take away um, the idea of take away the idea of interviewing a real estate agent to market and sell your home. Hopefully me, but if not, just take that piece away. Um, so annual home sales. Whenever you sell your house, there are particular reasons, but you want to make sure that you're getting the most for your dollar and you want to make sure you're selling your house in a good market. The Michigan market has been excellent for the past uh, couple of years for people who want to sell their homes. The month of March, the median sales price for houses in Michigan was $166,000 and $166,000 in the state of Michigan. That's up 3.6%. Um, condos, the sale of condos went up 5.5% and the median price is about $160,000 here in Michigan. Um, before moving forward into the steps, um, I just want to clarify some lingo that people may or may not know about. 
What is the difference between agency types in a transaction for real estate? Well, you have a, a seller's agent, a buyer's agent, and a dual agent. The seller's agent represents the sellers in their best interests. The buyer's agent represents the buyers and their best interests. And then you have a dual agent. Now, the dual agent is someone that represents both the buyer and seller. Um, and that can be a very sticky situation. It does have to be disclosed by law to both properties. Uh, by to both parties that you do have contracts with both of them to work with them because one may feel like you're not working at the best interest and I have certain way we we I handle that a different way in my office after all so um well also also as your seller's agent uh, we'll coordinate showings messages and inquiries regarding your property so you don't have to we use our industry and experiential knowledge to make sure we get your property sold so. And knowing the difference, you want to make sure you you have a contract with an agent with them representing you as the seller, just to give you the peace of mind that you're being represented to the you know to the utmost standard. All right, so moving on, I'm just kind of going through because it is a podcast and um, no one's chiming in for questions, so I'm just going through. If you have any questions, you can let me know. But when selling your home, you want to determine what your needs are. What's your motivation for selling? Reasons do change. You may go from wanting to make a profit to needing to sell because you need the cash. There is no right or wrong reason for selling your property. Next, I hear timing. What is the perfect time to sell my house, Kita? There is no perfect time, really. You sell when you have a motivation to sell. However, the best time the time where buyers are out a lot more you're getting more traffic is during the buy the buying seasons of spring and fall you want to determine your needs by setting price uh pricing do you have any debt on the home that needs to be taken care of is there anyone else that will be helping to make decisions for selling the property i usually see that when it comes to properties being deeded over in trust to children and grandchildren but that's a case-by-case basis Communication, how often do you want updates and what's your most favorable method? Previous experience, did you try to sell your house before and how did it go? Personal property, is any of it being included in the sale? What's your condition of your home and are there any problems that need to be disclosed? And will you be relocating after selling or do you need occupancy in the home before you can relocate? and any other concerns that you may have. So these are things that I'll sit down with you as your selling agent to go over because these are questions that help me when I'm out in the field and I'm talking and I'm networking and I am trying to sell your house. Another thing that helps with selling your home is its marketability. How can I market my house, Kita? Well, Mr. or Mrs., um, what do what are you going to miss most about your home? What will you miss most about its location? And what are some of your favorite features about the home? And who do you think, you know, is going to be looking for a home like this? It's very simple to determine how or the marketability of your home. If there's nothing that you're going to miss, then how do you think that it can be marketed to somebody that's potentially buying now they may they probably will still buy 
but and that's probably because you know they sold it themselves they came in and was absolutely what they were looking for but in some cases you gotta look get a little dirty and you gotta you know really do some research so those are questions that i would ask and even when i do a walkthrough i'm making mental notes of what i like most about your home what um i would like in living in the area and what some of the good features are so it just really helps now we can get into the steps it the first step is once you sign your listing agreement with your real estate agent, which will hopefully be me, I'm going to submit it over to the title company to do what's called a preliminary title report. And that helps in the end because it helps me to find out if there are any liens on the property, if you had to do any major repairs, and if you have any other financial obligations that are current and that may come up during the selling process. So you want to make sure that you disclose, disclose, disclose any issues. It's best to get the pre-title report in the beginning because it gives you as a seller time to get any paperwork that needs to be done to convey a clear warranty deed to the buyer. After we do that, um, usually I'll come in and I already have comps ran, comparables, for us to set a pricing strategy. When you sign sign that, I'll have usually I have a marketing analysis based off of your property to tell you uh, what the median sales price was and just some research already done. If not, I will come back at a later date and provide that information based off of your home's market value. So I do research to see what the market conditions are, what competing properties and what recently sold properties are doing. What do competing properties have that your property may not have? Um, what has recently sold in the area that will thus affect your price buyers are always looking at at uh at the market they are they probably know more about the market than you know as the seller um so from there the physical characteristics will also determine what pricing we can set for the house you want to make sure that you price competitively because a buyer will not pay more than they actually need to um, just because houses are selling for $150,000 and up, that does not mean your house is going to sell for that much because that same house that sold for $150,000 may not be comparable to yours. And there are certain requirements and certain restrictions and steps that are taken to determine what the market value in an area is. Buyers watch the market very closely, and if your, price, if your property is priced within the correct range, they're going to go a step further to come out and see it. But if it's priced too high, they're going to skip you. So that's one thing you want to make sure you be aware of. A lot of people get into this and want to sell their home because they want top dollar for it. Based off of the market conditions coming to, the condition of your home also determines how much it's going to sell for as well. They're not going to pay more than what they have to. And what happens to you as a seller, if you price too high, you risk your property. I'm going to say this again. What happens to sellers when they price, place their property or when they price it entirely too high, you risk your property sitting on the market longer than necessary. You then begin to get negative um, you get negative perceptions of your property. And I'm also going to talk about that because there are time frames for particular types of buyers who are out looking. If it's priced too high, they will skip you. 
they will probably still watch your home, but they're going to talk about you and they're going to tell neighbors. They're going to tell other people who are looking that that house is priced too high. They're going to talk about you as the seller and everything. The longer your property sits on the market, the harder it's going to sell. Sell your home, not your neighbor's. So remember, just a few seconds ago, I was talking about the different types of buyers. Um, you and how the selling of your home can and the price that it sells for can be affected by these different type of buyers. So when you first list your home, you have everybody at the top of there who are looking. Those are new buyers that are pre-approved and people who are waiting because the last go round they may have lost the bid. They're waiting. As soon as it hits, as long as it's priced good, they're coming out to see it. Over time, though, let's say it's not priced competitively. Let's say it's not priced um, as, efe as effectively as it could be. It sits for 30 days. Then the trajectory for selling it goes down because now we've gone into that period from the new buyers and waiters to the deal makers. These are people who actually sit here purposely and they have real estate agents too that purposely look for properties that have been on the market for a, a certain amount of time to negotiate. These people will close, they will buy and they will buy probably for close to what you're asking for. But you're going to go back and forth in terms of negotiations with them. And then the longer it sits, if you're not able to reach an agreement, then you get the bottom feeders who aren't going to do anything but give you lowball offers. So that is probably my biggest advice to people who are trying to sell is to remember who they're trying to sell to. Which takes us into step three, which is your marketing strategy. Some of the things that we do over at Tyra Nicole Properties, the first thing is we put it on the MLS for other real estate agents to look and market to their buyers. Next, I personally use the internet and do heavy um, social media posting rotation. So I post via Instagram, I post via Twitter, I post via Facebook. Um, I also post via my own cash buyers list that I have. Um, and also, I do a lot of neighborhood canvassing, so I post up flyers as well. I do yard signage. I do open houses. And, and those are probably the best to actually sit down and come up with as far as marketing. Because it can be themed. You can have a lot of fun with it. And you typically want to do an open house within the first week of listing your property. Um, and I also take it back and do print and local news subscriptions as well. If they have high influence rates for the price next step four once we determine uh once we got a listing agreement once we have determined the price and how we're going to market you just got to understand your role as a seller and that's just the presentation of your home making sure that it's free of clutter making sure that it's full of any odors cooking odors and pet odors that's an immediate um, buyers will not look at your property anymore if it has a very strong cooking and or pet odor because they're afraid of the cost of having to get the odor out. Remove any clutter. Selling right now in Michigan is a price war and it's a beauty contest. So you want to make sure that your property is looking up to code and looking up to standard in order for it to sell. Another thing that I like to tell uh, sellers to do is to just turn off any distracting appliances. Don't have the TV blasting, the coffee maker. And a good selling point would be if people are walking through and you're gone, have some soft music playing. It'll make it much more inviting. And just participate overall 
as your real estate agent, we're out here trying to sell your property. We're marketing it. We're telling people how good it looks. It has a great flower garden in the back. Um, it has a three-car garage. It has a newly updated kitchen. However, if we bring buyers to it to see and they don't see the picture that we're painting, then it completely turns them off. Now the adrenaline and hype of selling the home has gone down and they are less interested than before. So make sure you participate. Step five, after they've come out and seen and you've done all this little, these beautiful things to get your property sold, a buyer may come in and they want to enter into a purchase agreement. A purchase agreement is a legally binding document. Again, a purchase agreement is a legally binding document. When you start to receive offers and purchase agreements for your property, your agent will preview the offer and make any notes, any necessary notes to point out to you. Then both of you, you and I, will um, come together for you know contract clarification and decide which one we're going to go with. After you've decided which offer you want to go with from there, the role to closing begins. We provide the buyers with seller's disclosures to know about all of the legal schmeagle stuff that goes along with the property. In addition to that, they have a due diligence period for them to perform all of their research and decide if they have three options. Um, they can either walk away from the deal altogether they can also negotiate for any repairs to be done for the property prior to close or they can also request a reduction in the price based off of any findings in their due diligence period so i do provide a checklist prior to listing your home for you to go through and to just see if you can have as many things on the list in tip-top shape to you know to kind of cut down on the negotiations after that once they've decided that they want to move forward we address any contingencies and financial obligations that's usually on the buyer side and we get ready to go to the closing table. So the last step is so simple for uh, selling your house. The sellers typically have more to do in the beginning um, than the end. But if you do everything as um, as systematic as possible in the beginning, you should have a smooth closing. So hopefully this presentation was something that something was said in this presentation that sparked your interest to want to list your property to sell. I do work in the Wayne, Oakland, and Macomb County areas. You can give me a call at 313-414-0459 to book an appointment. The consultation is free. I can come out and speak with you directly. Um, if the cell phone is not a good effective mode of communication for you and email is better. You can email me at keyswithkita at gmail.com and also DM or a private message me on Facebook or Instagram. So hopefully I'll be able to come out to see a couple of you guys soon and get you guys' list, you, you guys' homes listed and on the market for sale. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast. So thank you and you guys have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day.